Hi, I'm a helpful Southern California Honda person. And recently, we've been doing random acts of helpfulness, like getting a service dog for a child in need and buying science materials for a third grade class. And we can help you too with a great deal on an award-winning Honda, like the reliable and completely redesigned Accord, the 2018 North American Car of the Year. Click the dealer locator link to find a dealer near you and go to SoCalHondaDealers.com to suggest a random act of helpfulness for someone you know. This is Tatooine Sons, a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to listen to the galaxy's greatest Star Wars podcasts, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Sabres Podcast, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyhoppers Podcast, The Nerd Room, San Diego Sabres Radio Podcast, and Less Than 12 Parsecs Podcast. Visit StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first step into a larger world. Welcome, Star Wars fans, to episode 31 of Tatooine Sons. It's being rumored that one of the greatest producers in movie history is about to get fired from Lucasfilm and is replaced with a guy who makes comic book movies. We'll see if we can separate fact from fiction. Plus, Samuel Hutt has some news about the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, plus a new smartphone game he's beta testing on Android. And I'll finally give my review of the latest issue, Lando Double or Nothing. You're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. It's time for Tatooine Sons. The Force is strong in my family. I am your father. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Welcome, Star Wars fans. This is Tatooine Sons, your weekly look into all things Star Wars. From the unique perspective of a father sharing his love for the amazing space fantasy saga with his two sons. I am BB Nate, and I'm joined first by my brother, Samuel the Hutt. A true to Star Wars fans, uh, thanks for tuning in. And if you're not a Star Wars fan, then you're missing out on some awesome mobile games. Oh, okay. Sure. I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. All right. You should know. You're beta testing one. Yes. All right. Okay. Sam, BB, BB Nate said that a minute ago. I, I, I did. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. All right. <laughs> and of course, you can have Star Wars without Bizarre Father figures. So on that note, here's my Bizarre Father figure, the Bowtie Jedi guy. I am the Bizarre Father figure. Hey, did you guys see the, the cover for the special version of the Thrawn Alliances novel that's getting ready to come out yeah, at San Diego Comic Con so, yeah. in, in a month? We don't have tickets to the con, so you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, oh yeah. All right, so it, so it's explain it, BB Nate. Explain what what the cover is. Do you remember? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like Anakin from Episode Three. Yeah, Hayden Christensen and yeah. Thrawn. So they knew he knew him when. <laughs> well, we know that from the original Thrawn book. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he talked about Anakin. That's and, right. so, and then the snippet that we've seen some or read a few snippets from the Thrawn Alliances book talk about when they were working together on the planet Batu, which is where Star yeah. Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to be at Disneyland and at Magic. Is it Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios? I don't remember. Somewhere right. in Disney World. And um, so I guess the Thrawn Alliances book is that story. Is what I understand it is. It's actually not a story that takes place in the Rebels timeline. It's the story of how 
Thrawn with his chiss name, which I don't know what it is because I can't pronounce it. It's super long. It's like Mithrun Nurudu. Yeah, something like that. And then um, and Anakin working together on Batu. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what the it could be. Going. A little bit of both. Too. I hope so. I think it's gonna be really cool. So anyway, yeah, that was pretty awesome. That's Exciting. cool. So where did you guys do this week? I was gone all week. I was in Minnesota. I was yeah. in Minnesota. 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 Yeah, I got to go to the Fantasy Flight Game. Or is that what it is? Yeah, Fantasy Flight Games. Is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fantasy Flight Games headquarters and hang out in their gift shop, snack bar, look at all the Star Wars games. It was pretty cool. Yeah, cool. it was awesome. Nice. That's cool. What did you guys do this week? Not much. Uh, worked and um, played games with friends. It was fun. Yeah, that's cool. What about you, BB Nate? You watched a lot of Batman videos. I did. I did watch a lot of Batman so Sam, videos. So BB Nate's... Uh, non-Star Wars passion is Batman. <laughs> and so I think a lot of you listening can relate to that. So, yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. We found out that the library has all these, like, animated movies or whatever. Yeah, all the Batman kind of And player. he's just been mm-hmm. renting them and watching them like crazy. Yeah, so that's pretty He cool. keeps begging me to watch some and stuff. Like, you're gonna love it. And I'm like, and I'd rather play a game. game. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And so what do we got going on? Today was pretty pretty low-key day. We got something at church yeah. tonight. We're going to hang out today. Tomorrow, what are we guys... We, our church isn't having regular services tomorrow because it's the 4th of July. Yeah. They're having a picnic and we just, for whatever reason, decided we were going to we're gonna go to SeaWorld tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. As long as our dogs... Buster. Buster's <laughs> been sick. Yeah. At his stomach. It's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. My morning started with finding a couple surprises. <laughs> stepping in one. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It was not good. All right. Moving on. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's fun to listen to. Did you guys hear about what happened with the the... Saturn Awards with Star Wars Rebels? No, I didn't. Like Saturn best Wars. animated... Saturn Awards is the sci-fi awards. Oh, It's really? like the Oscars of sci-fi. Oh, okay. Okay? And Dave Filoni won, but like producer and... Nice. Uh, for a TV series and, and uh, Star Wars Rebels won best animated series and wow. stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay. So anyway, yeah. So that's what we've got going on. I guess um, we had a little fun with our poll last week mm-hmm. so it's time to oh yeah I forgot yeah, about that yeah so let's talk uh, about last week's podcast uh, poll of the week are you brainless I never ask that question until after I've done it what no alright so here is last week's podcast poll of the week was it was making fun of the remake The Last Jedi uh, thing that we talked about last week it says who do you want to direct the remake of The Last Jedi and we have four choices we have Michael Scott from The Office yeah okay we had Mr. Burns from The Simpsons the old guy we talked about yeah, that yeah. we had Ronald McDonald which should go without explanation but he's sort of a clown which I thought was appropriate and of course we had Turbis yeah the Porg Woo. so um yeah, so uh, without looking at the the winners, who do you think should have been the director of remaking The Last Jedi? Turbis. Turbis, of yeah. course. Yeah. Let's, see, let's see what everybody else thought. So, Ronald McDonald, it took like two days before he even got a vote Ouch. on this. But he ended up with 11%. Wow. Ronald McDonald, so yeah. that would have been interesting. So, Mr. Burns got 12%. That's... Which was okay. And he was like an early leader, actually, at one point. And then Michael Scott from The Office, he ended up with 32%. Wow. Wow. Did not expect that. And my guess behind that was that everybody likes that idea because of the, 
the spy movie that he was writing and getting ready to produce, and like on Windows Movie Maker or something. It's part of the plot line of oh, the TV series. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Michael yeah. Scarn. The, yeah, the, the whole yeah, script yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it was like produced by Michael Scott, edited by yeah. Michael Scott. So yeah, that, that, so I think a lot of people jumped on that, which is sort of what I was thinking when I put him on there. By the yeah. way, and then of course, forty five percent are of our amazing listeners are intelligent enough to know <laughs> that if you're going to remake the Last Jedi, the only entity being sentient organic species character character mm-hmm. that could possibly direct it is Turbos the Portal. <laughs> So we have a couple comments that were on the poll. There was a lot of comments last week. It was only like 150 votes. People were like over it pretty quick, which I get. I was over the whole remake the last Jedi thing pretty I quick myself. It. I yeah. forgot about it. So anyway, Nathaniel, which he spells the same. No, you doesn't spell the same way. She's not Yours I. is A-E-L, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Nathaniel, at his, t- his Twitter handle, at StarNate84. BB Nate's better. Yeah, I like BB Nate. But that's okay. We like you too, StarNate84. Thanks for voting. Of course, he's smart. He says, vote for Turbis. I'm looking forward to The Porg and the Jedi behind-the-scenes documentary on the Blu-ray. That's making fun of the director in the Jedi, uh, the behind-the-scenes <laughs> documentary on the Blu-ray, oh, yeah. jo- which was amazing, by the way. Yeah, it was. was. That's so. good enough. That was good. Then we have, I think it's Arius. It's Arius Furiosa. That's he's, a cool he's name. Furious. All right. <laughs> Arius Furiosa at Arius Furiosa. Pretty easy to remember. Yeah. So if just spell it phonetically, folks. Okay. Arius Furiosa. I want a Michael Scorn cameo. Please. So I guess he's thinking about the Michael Scott thing uh, with that. Of course. I mean, he's like got to be Snoke. Don't you agree? Oh, that's a good point. So Michael Scorn is or Poe Dameron. Snoke? No, 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 no. He's Snoke. We just need to we need to do that. What do you think about that? You like the idea of yeah. Michael Scorn being? I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wrap my head around him. I can't wrap my head around the entire remake the Last Jedi idea. But anyway, <laughs> I was just at the we we're dropping the reason the podcast is a little later getting out this morning is because I had to take my Mustang to get the oil changed and the tires rotated and all that. And the the manager of the the Firestone that we take it to. Um, he uh, saw my Star Wars shirt, which I think I wear a Star Wars shirt. If I'm not at work or at church, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. Yeah. Um, but he saw my shirt. We started talking about Star Wars, and he asked me if I uh, hated The Last Jedi like he did, which then we had to, I had to educate him. <laughs> educate. Um, on that. You know, he thought it was boring. He thought it was um, uh, bad humor and things like that. Impressive. Every word in that sense was wrong. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. So, um, But anyway, we spent about 10 minutes talking about it, and... Um, Hopefully you learned his lesson. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. What was I talking about? I don't know. Well, oh, wait. You're... The comments for the poll. Yeah, I know. I don't have any idea where I was. Okay. But... so well, I don't know why I talked to him about it. I have no idea. I don't know why I brought up the Firestone thing. I had a reason when I started. All right. Okay. <laughs> smooth. All right. Real smooth. Yeah. Um, and then Leachy at Leachy Grams. L-I-C-H-I Grams. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, All right. Leachy Grams. Uh, Ryan, it could be foreign. It could be like completely ignoring. It could be like Bob in some foreign language. We just don't speak that language. Oh, so. good point. Okay. So, like, Ra- uh, is Porg in Chewbacca language? And Wookiee. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. Uh, anyway, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Johnson. He wants Ryan Johnson to, re- to direct the remake of The Last Jedi. So, remake. Uh, he's, he wants uh, Ryan Johnson to do it. He says, I would love to have two. 
Ryan Johnson, The Last Jedi's. So and so he, so he just does the same thing except one word is different. I I yeah. I mean, maybe he changes the color of Leia's dress. I don't know. Or how the old does dress. You know, I mean, we yeah. could do that. Or maybe it's a longer Canto bite sequence <laughs> and more Rose Tico. There we go. There we are. I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, maybe not. Maybe just not. to tick off the fans. Just to tick off the fans. All right. So that was last week's podcast poll of the week. So uh, let's move on to the next segment. Could you see? Could we see Schwarm? Now the boys, you can't look at this. Oh, that's right. This is hot takes. I you got to explain this. So hot takes is three subjects, three topics that the boys have no idea what they are. That Sam and Nate, BB Nate and Samuel the Hutt have no clue about. And they're getting their first exposure to it right now. And then just get their raw, unfiltered reaction to it. So, no. But we're going to introduce it. So could we see Shawarma and Latkes in Star Wars? <laughs> is, is Obi-Wan Kenobi the only hope for Disney's streaming service? And the sci-fi community seems to have finally weighed in on their opinion of The Last Jedi. It is time for Hot Takes. This is where the fun begins. Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news? Impressive. Every word in that sentence was wrong. All right. So, Rom Bergman. Rom Bergman, he, by the way, is an, he's Israeli. He was born in Israel, which is oh. a big deal because we love that. We, Sam's been to Israel. Yeah. I've been to Israel three times and taken Nathan to Israel here in a couple of months in September. So, Rom Bergman, a native Israeli... Um, who is also Ryan Johnson's longtime producer. He was actually at the screening that we saw Ryan Johnson at. He was there with Ryan. Um, He has signed on to work on Ryan Johnson's new trilogy. No surprise there. That's cool. Because he produces all of Ryan Johnson's movies. Yeah. As an executive producer. But he has gone on record to say that he wants to film in Israel. Hey. What do you think about that, BB Nate? It's awesome. Hmm, Now I'm just trying to think of like the... Like what kind of topography and stuff? Yeah, think about it. It's all very deserty, but it's not like not all deserty. No, I mean if you get up into the Galilee area, sort of north central Israel, it's very very lush and yeah. And but there's also those deserty areas, but they're not like Tatooine deserty. They're very they're much more uh, rocky and stuff. That would be an interesting. Well, this is the thing. We we did get a small description for it, and it was going to be in. The outer regions of places that we've never seen before and don't know about. So it could be really anything in Israel that they could do with it. And that's what the plan would be. And they're not only going to film in Israel. I mean, no, they can't no. only film there. They'll do a bunch of it at Pinewood Studios in London like they always yeah, do. Yeah, and other areas. But um, I think uh, that we're going to see ancient Jedi and Sith ruins. And we could see it at Masada. Which is the... Uh, mm. Uh, place it's at the top of this rocky area in the Dead Sea region. It's a massive fortress that was built by Herod two thousand years ago into the top of a mountain. You can see that. You can see it at the Herodium, which is just outside of Jerusalem, which is a beautiful thing. I'll put some pictures of it um, up on Twitter and stuff um, that we can uh, that you guys can check out. But I think that that's where we're going to go with that. So that's cool. Maybe maybe you know maybe this I don't know maybe you know we could start our own Star Wars rumor. Sources close to the situation have told us. <laughs> Take that however you want. Um, that when Nathan and I, BB Nate and I, are there in September, that we're actually going to have a role mm. in the Ryan Johnson trilogy. This is not going to go the way you think. First All right, thank you, it. Grumpy Luke. Okay, anyway, got to ruin my fun. All right, next topic. After last, oh, hold on. 
After last week's craziness about the next Star Wars films, a new rumor has surfaced. Remember last week they were talking about they're not going to make any new Star Wars stories. They're all on hold. And then the next day, Disney or Lucasfilm told ABC, both owned by Disney, that no, that's not true at all. That everything is still in the same place that it was. Remember that? We talked about that last week. So a new rumor has surfaced as a result of all that, claiming that the Kenobi movie might not be coming to the big screen, but actually would be day. Excuse me, debuting on the Disney streaming service in 2019. Mm-mm. You don't that, like that? That turns no. so wrong. I mean, I, I would understand the business aspect of it. It would drive so much traffic to their streaming service. Absolutely. Imagine if you had to spend $4.99 to sign up for the Disney streaming service, and that's the only way you could see the Kenobi movie but think of it that everybody's way. been clamoring for. I think it's A brilliant. A family of four would pay five bucks to watch one movie. And but when you go to a movie theater, it's almost fifteen bucks for per person. Yeah, but Disney's not making all of the money that's at the movie. No, they're going to make more though. Oh, they're going to make a lot. More. No, they're not. No, not no, at no, the no, box no, office. No, no, I don't think so. I think that in the end, they're going to get their goal isn't necessarily to make money at a movie theater. Their goal is to get millions of subscribers that pay on a month. You're thinking of a one-time shot, Samuel. I'm thinking of five dollars times twelve months a year. Mm-hmm. In perpetuity, for because once people sign up, they're signed up for the, the long haul. In most cases, if they if they put good content out, yeah. So now it's not five dollars one time; it's five dollars every single month. That's sixty dollars a year times millions. If you got one million people signed up for the streaming service, that's sixty million. If you get a hundred million people signed up, that's six hundred million. That's twice as much as Solo made. Hmm. Yeah, in one year. I still just don't like and the idea. And, and I think that they make a higher profit of it. What do you think about that, BBN? Um, I I think it's a great idea. Yes, it'll drive traffic to the streaming service. And we already know that we're getting the streaming service no matter what when it comes out. Because it's a great idea. But also, like I said, with the whole Last Jedi adaptation for a book... Um, you were talking about in one of our podcasts that they should, they might reveal the Snoke's identity in the book. Mm. And I said that people shouldn't have to buy different things just to figure out one thing and use other sources. So. Yeah. Okay, for those of you I, listening I to our podcast. I know, I know what you mean. Sam, Sam being a big brother decided to no, cha- change the ears. It's my OCD. No, no, no. That needs to go in your other ear, Nathan. It doesn't work. He, okay. So they're arguing about... So this is the moment where you find out that Sam and Nate are legitimate brothers. They're fighting yeah. each other in the middle of our podcast. We're not even fighting. I'm just... My OCD in. was going crazy okay. because he had it in the wrong... Well, area. he had it in the ear he wanted to have it in. So anyway. I all right. I think... I, I understand where you're coming from on that, BB Nate. But the reality is it's That's not weird. about... Doing things the same way, you have to. In the in the immortal words of Kylo Ren, you have to let the past die, kill it if you have to. And Disney has got a future for Star Wars that they're trying to put forward, and it's going to have a TV series on the streaming service. It's going to have, uh, I think, other TVs, uh, other uh, independent, you know, standalone films on their miniseries on there, maybe an old Republic miniseries and stuff like that that goes on on the streaming service. And if they need to do something big to get people to sign up at the beginning, having a Kenobi movie 
coming to the streaming service is going to do it. Samuel? I just, I feel like that that's going to cause too much backlash. Everyone who hates The Last Jedi has been dying for a Kenobi movie. And I think that it's going to piss them off if they throw it in the, into the streaming service and not the theater. And they don't need any more backlash. They've got Solo backlash. They've got Last Jedi backlash. The last thing they need is a Kenobi movie backlash, especially since everyone wants a Kenobi movie. I just feel like it's not a wise movie. So I heard some guys, where, where were they? Was it, maybe it was the Tumbling Saber. Uh, I was listening to Tumbling Sabers this week. Uh, maybe they were, um, I think they were talking about it. Maybe they do like um, some of the BBC TV series and stuff like that have done where they do a big movie, like a one night event or a weekend event where they show Kenobi in the theaters mm. and then roll it out on the streaming service. So then, you know, if they have a solo type reaction where the opening weekend isn't as big, they weren't going for a mm. um, billion dollars at the box office. They were going for a hundred million dollars at the box office and then they've got the streaming service and we would definitely go to both. We would go to the movie theater and watch it the if weekend of. It. And then buy it on uh, buy the streaming service oh. to watch it every day for the next six weeks. So, right, I think that that's the way that it would work. So, all right, cool. All right, last thing: Last Jedi won big at the Saturn Awards. We talked about the Saturn Awards earlier as it relates to Star Wars Rebels, but it the, but the Last Jedi won big. And again, this is the the Oscars, the Emmys, the Grammys, the Tonys of sci-fi um, content. Um, Mark Hamill beat. Chadwick Bowman Who? from the Black Panther, the character, the star of the Black Panther, he okay. beat him for Best Actor. Nice at the Saturn Awards, and Ryan Johnson won for Best Screenplay at the Saturn Awards. What do you guys think about that? This seems like the sci-fi community, the critics at least, they love the Last Jedi. Yeah, because they're smart. Uh, <laughs> let's not, let's let's not, let's not turn this into a bashing. Season. No, no. Um, it just goes to show that there actually is something in The Last Jedi if you get past your butt hurtness. <laughs> just look at the movie. It's an actual good movie. Yeah. And, I, and I, I saw a tweet yesterday about the, you know, you talked about it on your YouTube video, Samuel, mm-hmm. um, about how The Last Jedi is now out, now out on Netflix. Right. And this tweet that I saw yesterday talked about that he thinks that people are going to reevaluate this movie. Um, as they get a second chance to watch it. A lot of the people that, not the bashers, not the haters, not the fanboys that are freaking out about everything, remake The Last Jedi. That group is already so invested in their hatred. Uh, they've gone completely dark side uh, when it comes to this. There's, you know, uh, I don't think there's any chance that they're going to come back off of that. Yeah. But the group that's sort of like the, maybe this is where I was going earlier. Maybe the the manager of the Firestone that I was talking to earlier that just doesn't like The Last Jedi. I thought it was cheesy and all that kind of stuff and didn't like anything until the very end where Luke confronts uh, the First Order with a lightsaber, which I think he totally misses it. But anyway, um, I think, you know, if they get a chance to go back and watch it and they're not being jerks about it, they just didn't enjoy the movie and then they get a chance to go watch it again on the la- on Netflix and see it three or four more times, I think that they're going to find that they actually really like this movie. Yeah. That's what that tweet says. What do you think about that, BB Nate? I agree. Uh, the Netflix is a very popular streaming service and millions of people go on it in an hour probably. So at least... 
a, one person will watch Last Jedi every day. Yeah. And so start small. And so And then yeah, and a then, lot of those people will be people who didn't necessarily like the movie, so Yeah, they can go back and watch it again. Them. It's not costing yeah. them anything more. And we give it a second shot and come in with it different expectations and, and we know that there are a lot of people that when they've seen this movie uh, multiple times they change their opinion of it. That's true. Um, so I think that's gonna be the case. So that's cool. Well that's it mostly for the hot takes. I did wanna stop and thank you guys um, who um, went on to iTunes over the last week and gave us ratings and reviews. We actually have four new ratings and reviews, yeah. and I wanted to read all of them. Uh, the first one's from our buddy, uh, I think his name is Justin. Uh, Justin's actually also one of our new Patreon supporters, so thank you so much. He's going to be at Celebration. Oh, nice. Um, we're very excited about meeting him when we go there in, in, to Chicago in April. He gave us five stars. It's, uh, the title of it was, A Fun Escape with a Family That Plays Together. I just recently discovered this show via Twitter. Twitter, of all places, Right. I tune into a few Star Wars podcasts, and I appreciate good chemistry. But let me make sure. Am I reading the right one? Yeah, I think you're reading the right one. Nope, I'm not. So that wasn't Justin. Okay, uh-uh. this is that's okay. I will come back to Justin in a second. See, so it's anyway. It's Jedi Partner from the U.S. of A. All right, a fun escape with a family that plays together. I just recently discovered this show via Twitter. Twitter, of all places, right? I tune into a few Star Wars podcasts and I appreciate good chemistry between the hosts and the conversational style of their presentation. This show has both. After ditching a few of my podcasts due to content issues, parentheses now, encouraging fans to act out if they didn't like the Disney films, promoting misogyny, which is like guy stuff, and other unacceptable behaviors, which is now out of the parentheses, I was looking to repopulate my podcast feed. This was exactly the show... I needed. Wow. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Hold on, stop I love the dynamic between the father and his sons. The mom is sort of an, quote, off-camera, unquote, character who is often referenced, and it tickles me. Hmm. Check him out. It's family-friendly Star Wars fun. Thank you so much, Jedi partner. Yeah. Woo! That's awesome. All right. We have another one. Uh, this one is actually from Justin. Are you going to get it right this time? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because okay, cool. it says J.K. Beeman, and his name is Justin Beeman. What? Not Justin Bieber. I, Justin Bieber's not a fan. Justin Bieber should be a fan. But Justin Bieber... Beam, just... I'm confused. I felt a great disturbance in the force. Yeah, I did too. Thank you, Obi-Wan. <laughs> That's a new one? Yeah, it is a new one. Okay, wonderful podcast. Five stars. So glad to have something to listen to that doesn't bash Star Wars and loves it as much as I do. Aww. Also, it's nice to listen to the viewpoints from not just one generation of fans, but multiple. Thank you all for what y'all do. You must be from the South. I say y'all. Y'all? Because well, you, you, you live with us and we lived in the South. So y'all, we say y'all. It just makes it easier. It does. Know? Thank y'all for all, what y'all do and keep up the great work. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> woo Yeah! All right. All right. Then uh, in the last couple of days, we got a couple more. So uh, Adam Pogo. P-O-G-G-O. P-O-G-G-O. Uh, Adam Pogo. Uh, from Australia. Australia. He's from Australia. Should I try to do this in an Australian yeah, accent? You're probably offending him. I right probably because it's terrible. To... My extra, my extra. My if he's Austra- listening to this. He's like, well, yeah. I'd like to. Honestly, what I would say is, is my British accent sounds more like an Australian accent, but my Australian accent doesn't sound like an Australian accent. So, so try to do. British I just accent. said that an Australian accent. This is sounds... a, this. I can't even try it. Well, I'm not even gonna try. It, it, it sounds like a redneck British, British accent. Person. Who my Australian? Accent? Yeah, just red Australians are just redneck British people. 
All right, maybe now you've really probably offended. Probably. Him. All right. Well, I hope not. Sorry about that. I Adam. didn't mean any disrespect. No disrespect. Yeah. Hold on. I want to go home and rethink my life. All right. This is the podcast you are looking for. Five stars. See what he did there. And then he starts off. Now you got to hear this whole thing because it's actually interesting. He goes depressing. What? Very, very depressing. <laughs> okay. That this podcast received no five-star reviews last week. So apparently they were listening to our podcast and we okay. talked about we didn't have any reviews for last yeah. week's podcast. So they said that. This podcast is... This po- okay. This podcast is legitimately amazing. Oh, yes. That's awesome. I can't say I have helped as I haven't reviewed this podcast until now. However, however, I do tune in every week because it is so, so fun and very lighthearted. Well, thank you, Adam cool. Pogo. Uh, the, the, the way they conduct themselves is of... I can't even read today. The way they conduct themselves is of professional quality and the content more than matches. We all have a case of the Monday blues, but I save this podcast for my Monday morning commute to work, and it definitely brightens my day. I suggest you do the same. And we suggest you do the same as well. That was a great that was review. awesome. All right. And then one that cool. came in yesterday from AZ Wookie. But really, it's not. It's from Snoke's Legs on Twitter. I'm At Snoke's Legs. They've been following us for a long time. We interact with them all the time on Twitter. I was going to go to Snoke's, Snoke's Legs. Legs. You were going to go to the Gal- uh, May the 4th celebration yeah, at, Dis- was, at, Man- at Disneyland at Snoke's Legs. Snoke's Legs. Yeah, that would have been cool. All right, so here's what he said. He's from the United Kingdom of Great Britain. That's what it says on the AZ Wookie from United Kingdom of Great Britain. All right. All right. So glad I found this podcast after listening to so many parentheses, which I still will, on parentheses. It's been a great revelation. It's such a cleansing of the palate. It's it's like an amuse bouche. We're, we're, or, a, we're the or a uh, sorbet. A sorbet, yeah. It's the perfect way to see Star Wars through multi-generational eyes. Like Luke in old age and cynicism, some of us have cut ourselves off from the Force. But this podcast is Yoda. Ooh. This is a really good review, by the way. <laughs> like Luke in an old in old age and cynicism, some of us have cut ourselves off from the force. But this podcast is Yoda, reminding us that we are what they grow beyond, and that's okay. Keep up the good fight. May the force be with you always. Wow, really so great happy. review. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, all right, all right. Okay, BB Nate. Take it away. 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 No. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> should I? Please don't actually... do that. You should go ahead and start. Okay. Because otherwise, I'm too much coffee this morning. So. Okay. Got it. I was so excited last week for the new Lando comic that I promised to review it before it even came out. Oops. But I've got it now, and it's good. I'll share my thoughts on it and give you what the latest comics news in my Star Wars comic book update with BB Nate. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. You must feel the Force around you. It's true. Dr. Afra, issue 21, The Catastrophe Con, part 2. That's like, why do they name these comics what they name I don't them? know. It's like, it's like they like sit around in a room and say, how can we make the title of these comic books well, I mean, the biggest sense. tongue twister? It, it, it makes sense. You got the character, the, the, the series name, the issue, 
what this, the the story the arc is, the st- and then the part of it. Well, I, I just I'm telling you, it's like but crazy. it is long. Doctor After Issue Twenty One: The Catastrophe Come Part Two. <laughs> Section three. Section three point seven. Paragraph four. Right. All right. There we go. BB Nate. Sorry <laughs> okay. about that. So the summary of Doctor Afra is that Doctor Afra may be in Imperial Prison, but she's certainly not alone. Rumors have it that these bars are haunted, but this rogue archaeologist knows there's something much more valuable going on. Meanwhile, Afra's got information, information that the Rebellion wants, but how far are they willing to go? Or who, and who are they willing to recruit in order to get it? Wow. Where? So what do you guys think? Now, have you studied this comic book at all, BB Nate? Have I, you had a chance yet? Um, I did read the first issue of Dr. Afra, and then I decided to stop. Why, did it scare you? <laughs> no, it was... It was... It was so not your thing, huh? No. It was, is it's, it like you, what, you don't like women or something? I'm not. Whoa. No, you're not that podcast? I'm not, I'm not that podcast. Okay. No, she didn't like the series. <laughs> I mean, she's a cool character, though. I mean, she's like the Indiana Jones she of really Star is Wars. She really is. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones of Star Wars. And he, there's even, like, a reference to um, a certain line. You know, when he's um, all like, it belongs in a museum or whatever. You yeah. know, he yells that. She said something like that. You know, they were like, they were, they, it was ex- the opposite, though. They were like, um, she's like, it belongs in an armory. You know, it, it was oh, like the okay. same look, the, the same. same. It was. Uh, I thought that was really cool. But oh, so she's maybe like, she's the one that gathers the artifacts that are in Dryden Boss's uh, room in. in oh, Solo. that'd be cool. I don't or know if she's the right them. age, but I think it'd be cool. No, no. Eh, yeah, yeah, she, she would be, be right age. age. Cool. So maybe she like gathered the crystal skull. She's and, about. I think she's about Han's age. Uh, in general, in so she could have she been. Means Vader. Yeah, so she's she's probably right around yeah. right. Cool. So anyway, all right. So yeah. So you're not a big Doctor Afra fan, but not that's what that one's much, about. But is there anything you want to talk about when it comes to this comic? Uh it it seemed interesting. Yeah, there's a there's a definite like a spiritual ghost element to all of the Doctor Afra series. Yeah, there is. Well, I mean that, that's very that's similar with Indiana Jones. There's always this weird mystical stuff, like the Temple of Doom. That was yeah. weird. You know, that, that theme always runs through the Indiana Jones series, so it would, would it would make sense to go along with the Dr. Aphra series. Pretty cool. But also, we did see Dr. Aphra in some other comics that we have. The Screaming Citadel. We only oh, got, I think, yeah. three parts of it. I had a spiritual thing. I really feel like I need to go ahead and just sign up for the Marvel Unlimited app, the, the subscription, I, and then I can read all these comics whenever I want to read these comics. I just, I can't do digital books or comic well, books. I know you can't but I do I do digital all the time and I'd like to read some of these I, just, I wouldn't mind digital comic books just for this one reason it helps you guide like where to go because when I'm always reading a comic I always jump ahead weird spots yeah know, I'm not knowing where to go. yeah if you're not if you're not familiar with it so I, I, I want to say something little off the topic but not exactly so it'd be kind of cool though to, I was thinking I mean it, the comic series is okay for Dr. Afro it'd be cool to have a movie don't think it's enough for a theater though. What if the streaming service is like? I think that you could see like a mini series, three parts, like they like, do a Sherlock or something like for that. Doctor Afra, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. All right, cool. All right. Yeah. back on on topic. Right. How, how about a Thrawn mini series oh. streaming service, and it's just like the BBC Sherlock. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. We could have Benedict Cumberbatch do it too. A lot of people want him to be Thrawn, so there we go. Hey, there we go. The voice. Oh. How, well, he can, he's also he's in the new. Uh, animated movie that's coming out I wouldn't even He's recognize his voice 
Oh yeah, he plays Grinch. the Grinch. He's not like and it doesn't Grinch. sound like him at all. It doesn't oh. even sound like the Grinch. Thing. It doesn't. It's weird. It's weird. It's all right, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. How did we get there? I don't uh, know. We saw the Impossible or the Impossibles, the Incredibles. Good Lord, <laughs> the Incredibles uh, last weekend, and so that's when I, re- I was. Yeah. I guess that's all right, what I had. All right. Okay, and so another comic came out on Wednesday, and it was Lando Double or Nothing Part about Two. About time you've been talking about this thing for two weeks on your video. Jeez, hey, man. Jeez, come on. So, right, it's yeah. not my fault that well it kind of is yeah you know yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay so. and so it's a five part series it's a mini series and it is set right before solo okay and yeah. so and this is part two this is part two okay of five so here's and a description so, read a description yes lando, Cal- lando calrissian isn't one to stick his neck out unless there's credits to be had for it so when he finds himself fighting for oppressed workers in a droid junkyard, they'd better hope their freedom is worth something to him. Interesting. Mm. So this has definitely got an L3 component. Okay, yeah. To, uh, if they're fighting for droid rights and oppressed droids and Actually, stuff like that. Actually, it's not droid rights. Okay. This is a factory building droids, and they're having workers make Oh, so the droids. workers are the ones that are oppressed. They're oppressed workers. Yeah. And so... Yesterday, um, this has kind of been a theory that's going around in my head. There is a girl that hired Lando and L three, and so and she's promising him good credits, and they have a relationship in this comic a little bit. Um, and so all uh, as you see in Lando uh, in Solo, um, you pant, you see Lando for the first time in the Spock game, and you can hear him saying, "He's like." I loved her. How was I supposed to know she was an Imperial spy? Oh, okay. And it's all about the Imperials, and we don't know who she is. And okay. she's with nobody, and her mm, father is an Imperial. I think she may be that. Oh, wow. And they that's might be kind of cool. The tie-in there. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, but... So what did you think about the comic BB-8 overall? Um, I, it was it was good. Um, a little bit different, because L3 did her own thing, really. She was a kind of a, her own storyline? Yeah, she just went off and like they all separated in the. All right, so if you haven't read it, sorry, I apologize. We forgot to oh, do this. Yep, if you apologize. have not read Lando Double or Nothing and you intend to read Lando D- Double or Nothing, here's your one little spoiler alert. All right, so, so now you can tell all about okay, the story. If you okay, want. got it. So they are flying to the planet after running away from a guy that's trying to kill Lando because he didn't give him his money. That sounds typical. Yeah, yeah that sounds like Lando. Okay. That sounds like Lando. Yeah. Um, so she's he is doing what Beckett did in Solo. He's like they have to do this certain thing, and he's like that has to make me have more credits and that oh, okay. that all that type oh, like, of stuff. T- and so the negotiation or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so they are about to get into the onto the planet, and there's an imperial blockade. So they shut everything off, and they look like there's just drifting along trying to do what they did in the Kessel run in solo. Oh, when they turned off the ship. <laughs> and so okay. and so he's like, they're not gonna worry about it. And they didn't. And so they just floated onto the planet and they almost burnt up and wow. crashed. But they the didn't shields were yeah, so they, oh. but they didn't they're they're fine. Uh they landed and I forget the girl's name because it's a weird alien name and I can't pronounce it at all. But okay. she goes off to so, so, the Imperial we'll call Factory. Her Susan. We'll call her Susan. Well, it does start with an S. Sena? So, what? Is it Sena Steros? 
I, I, that's, no, it's not Sam's no, okay. Frogs. Okay. Just, just because that, that's all I'm sold. I think it's Satutus or something. Oh, okay. Just call her Susan. We'll yeah. call her Susan. Okay, yeah, Susan. Okay. So Susan goes off to, <laughs> to do something, and we, she was going to, t- I think, take down the Imperial Defenses, the security. And so L3 has to go to a technical, do technical things so she can get down the shields and security as well. And okay. that was really just doing nothing. Basically, he's just wandering around the planet really aimlessly. And so he's just talking with Elf. But he looks cool. He does. While he's and he it. has a cool cape this time. He has, like, instead of being a full... So you know the coat that Kira wears when she meets yeah. Lando? Is that it? Is it, that... it looks like it. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's kind of like a big fur coat. And I'm like, okay... And so he's just walking around talking with L3. He's like, these credits can help me with my Calrissian Chronicles. And that's really, <laughs> so he's, he's like, he's like, I really got to get this going. He's got a vlog, you know? He, yeah, he really does. He really does. And they he should, starts to do his Calrissian Chronicles. On a little side note, they should have a whole fashion line of his clothes. They should, and they should literally get him aside in a room for about four hours, get Donald Glover huh. in a room in costume, and, and in different to. costumes, and have him film the Calrissian Chronicles, Chronicles and put those up on StarWars.com. So, so Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Disney, if you're hearing this and you come up with this idea, I don't care about getting paid anything for this. I'm on record as saying that. But I just want you to make Turbis canon and as my payment for coming up with this amazing idea. Yes. Yeah, okay. I agree. Okay, so anyway. And so he's walking around talking with all three and she's like, why are you talking to me about this? We're doing a job. That'll help you with this. And so she's, of course, being L3. L3. Yeah. And so he's walking around, and then he meets his whole big Imperial army, almost. And so they start fighting. So you take him on with, like, just a laser sword? <laughs> he, no, he, he just oh, has Oh, wait, that's blaster. the wrong movie. I'm sorry. And so he starts shooting him, and he's like, here, I'm going to tell you guys a story while I'm fighting you. And he literally tells him the whole story. And so he's like, L3... <laughs> I can't do this much longer. I don't have enough stories to tell of them. So he's stalling, basically. Right? Basically, but also fighting at the same time. That's cool. It was weird. And then the Susan gets captured. Uh, oh, um, Susan. Yeah, Susan. Susan. That's right. Susan. It's the alien that he can't pronounce, just in case you're not following. Okay, Susan, Susan gets captured. Um, and L3 goes in looking at a droid uh, going into the factory. And she gets uh, okay. she gets caught. She gets, like, known, and so she books it for the girl, Is that a technical Susan. term? Books it? I guess so. She, okay. she like, starts running. She opens the door. <laughs> Susan, like, is like, oh, no, there's, like, six stormtroopers in there. And then the comic ends. So the really, comic that's ends, basically right. that all happened. So what did you think about the art in the comic? The... The art, the drawings. Uh, the that, art? Yeah. It was a little bit different. It looks too much like Donald Glover. And so it was kind of like the... The Poe Dameron comic last week. It looks too much like them, and it just makes me it's uncomfortable. So it's like such good art that it makes you uncomfortable? It makes me uncomfortable a little bit. But it doesn't look comic booky enough. No, no. It, it doesn't look <laughs> that much. I, I the shading, know. it looks... Yeah, I know what he's talking okay. about. I can sort of see where he's going. What was your favorite part? My favorite part? Um, I didn't really necessarily have a favorite part. It was all really... It was all good... And I all really enjoyed it, but other than that, I didn't have a favorite part. Hmm. So. Not even the part where he's fighting the stormtroopers and telling them a story with no. a laser sword. <laughs> oh, he didn't do that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was somebody else. That was last. But Jedi. there was a line from L3 that I really liked in the first issue, and so she, like Lando at the beginning of the first issue was like, 
hey, we gotta get we gotta get on a job so I can get this poker table and this skin rug and this awesome <laughs> cape. And he's like, I need this money. And she's like, uh, we need to have repairs and upgrades for our ship. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 we don't need that. And then she says, if I wasn't wasn't a navigation droid and a combat droid, you wouldn't be talking right now. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So it was just so much like L3. You know? Speaking of L3, I read to you guys last night. So I was on my flight back from Minnesota this week. I finished reading um, The Last Jedi novelization because I read Star Wars novels sort of in chunks. And I was finishing this one up. And I found in the big battle there on Crate when Ray and, and Chewie and Turbis, which... Turbis! We know... His name is Turbis. Um, they were up flying over through the through crate. There's this conversation between BB-8 and the Falcon, and I read the what the Falcon was saying back to BB-8, and it was like totally clear L- that L- it was L3 uh, yeah. talking about. Didn't it say that? But they did say there's three droid brains uh-huh. in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, but which didn't I it say one of them really liked like. Um, Dirty jokes or something. It had a, yeah, romance and 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 romance gossip and dirty jokes. Romance gossip and, and dirty and jokes. That, that is R2, totally L three. That R two D two had learned to provide in large quantities. Yeah, exactly. And, they, and all three <laughs> droid brains on the Falcon hate C three PO. So I thought that was interesting. So all right. Uh, any idea what's coming next in the Lando series? Did in the Lando s- series, uh, no. They did set it up that Lando was still on the planet and is going to start is going to fight more people. Um, but they really didn't give us much information on what the next comic is going to be. Interesting. So. Okay. So what comic books are coming out next week? So for July 4th. Are they coming out on July 4th? Are they going to have like Stars and Stripes covers? Or? I, don't, I don't think so. Not that, not that I've cool. seen from okay. the... That'd be cool. I mean, I guess, if you like that kind of thing. I, I so. guess. But Star Wars issue 50... Whoa, that sounds like an important one, just because it's Star Wars issue 50. 50. And it's hope, called Hope Dies. I don't like that. And Hope Dies Part 1. Oh, man. I really and The Last that. Jedi Adaptation 4. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, BB Nate. You're welcome. Great job. Thank you. All right. All right. I'm turning it over to you, Samuel Hutt. All right. So what started out as a pretty slow week for Star Wars TV moved into like overdrive uh, when StarWars.com announced that the final season of Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, would be c- available on Blu-ray, along with a special Star Wars panel coming in July to San Diego Comic-Con. Here comes the small screen stuff with Samuel the Hutt. Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster at your side, kid. Matrix gonna work on me, all the money. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations. So, Star Wars Rebels, the complete fourth season, is going to be on Blu-ray and DVD July 31st. Which we don't need it, because we've got... Well, I guess maybe we do. Uh, yeah, probably. Why? We already have <laughs> Well, we have all the series on Amazon Prime. The whole, That season. That season, but yeah. there may be other things beyond the season, from what I understand. That's right. true. Yeah, so there's going to be six audio commentaries. What? Yeah. Can we have chopper commentary? 
Well, yes, they're by Dave Filoni, who's also the voice of Chopper. So I guess it is Chopper. Yeah. So it's going to have Dave Filoni, um, who's the executive producer. It's Ghosts of Legend. Uh, The description is, as paths come together, we explore the the journey of the ghost crew with some of the talented people who brought them to life. Well, that sounds interesting. I wouldn't mind watching some of those com- or list- watching the show with those commentaries. That'd be kind of cool. We haven't done that. So. Uh, then Force of Rebellion executive producer Dave Filoni shares insights into the Force and its important importance across the Star Wars. Side. I think that's actually going to be a critical thing to see because Dave Filoni and the Star Wars Rebels idea uh, approach towards the Force Okay. Ties directly into the Last Jedi. Yeah, the ideas from the Last Jedi are very similar on that. What do you think about that, BB Nate? Um, yeah, I think that the Force is a big part in Rebels as well, and it is in the Last Jedi. And so, with if they connect those two with the backlash of the Last Jedi, um, I think they can, it can kind of bring light because a lot of people that do watch Star Wars Rebels love Star Wars Rebels. So, I. I think that's what could happen yeah yeah i think cool. yeah, and the whole world between worlds yeah exactly yeah. yeah i maybe 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 the episode nine jj abrams will just like have somebody at the beginning go into the world between worlds and go back to the beginning of episode eight and just do the whole thing again uh, and that'll so be they, so he maybe jj abrams is going to remake The Last Jedi. I felt a great disturbance in the Force. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Or, that's not going to happen, by it's the way. Bad idea. Did you guys know J.J. Abrams, who everybody back. says, basically, that Ryan Johnson betrayed J.J. Abrams' version of the story? You know, J.J. Abrams was an executive producer on The Last Jedi yeah. and actually yeah. had sp- spoke with Ryan Johnson in depth mm-hmm. about the storyline. Yeah. I think that's kind of a ridiculous idea. But anyway. Okay. All right. Sorry. And then Kevin... Kiner? Yeah, Kiner. Yeah, Ke- Kevin Kiner, the Rebel Symphony, go behind the scenes with composer Kevin Kiner to discover what empire inspired some of the most iconic music in this Well, that'd be interesting. You're kind of big on the music stuff, Sam. Yeah. You like the soundtrack, Sean Williams, all that. That's cool. That wasn't, you know, like, I didn't, like, not like the soundtrack for Rebels, but it wasn't, like... It wasn't the huge. same. No. But it, it wasn't bad, no. But it still be interesting to see where he goes with that, so... Cool. All right. All right, so that's what's going on with the Star Wars. Yeah, July thirty first. We'll have to. I usually end up getting my version, or we we usually end up getting it for Father's Day. Day. So it's like next year we'll get it sometime. But unless I can find a way to get it before them. All right, next. And then the Clone Wars, uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars series celebrates its ten year anniversary with an uh, with a San Diego. Comic-Con panel. I know. We're not going to go to Comic-Con. We're only an hour from Comic-Con, but we didn't get tickets. and We, we got Celebration tickets. We did, yeah. It was like Celebration or Comic-Con. We're going to Celebration. Right. There's no, no doubt. When is Comic-Con? It's in like two weeks. We can, like, I've heard there's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. The whole city is Comic-Con. Yeah. So we'll so go we down. Do, we can do We'll go down on Saturday. Maybe we can do a, a live podcast or something cool. from down there. That'd but um, anyway, uh, Lucasfilm announced this week that it's celebrating the landmark... 10th anniversary of the beloved CG animated series with a panel at San Diego Comic-Con. Dave Filoni, supervising director and special guests. Who who are the special guests? Sorry, let's just stop right there. There's going to be special guests. Who are they? Hey, Christian. No, no he's not going to be. No, there. no, no. Um why is her name escaping? Ashley Eckstein. Yes, Ashley Eckstein. So uh, she plays Ahsoka. She's the, definitely the voice there. for Anakin. Uh, Matt Lanter. Matt Lanter. I'm definitely going to be there. Voice for Obi-Wan. Yes. Uh yeah yeah I can't remember what his Rex, name is maybe? 
Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure Stephen Stanton will be there. He did Ooh, Tarkin yeah. um, and some of the other things, so cool. that'd be kind of cool. Maybe Sam Witwer with Belt Mall. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe man. Maybe we can let us in. Maybe. We, I'll just friends. send a little tweet to our buddies Stephen Stanton and, and Sam, Sam Witwer. Oh, yeah. Hey, you give us and, a shout out. Can you just get us in San Diego Comic Con? Yeah, exactly. Could we just kind of like hang out backstage just, with you? Just a little bump up. Not right. not asking for much. So, Stephen, if you're listening to this, just go ahead and you know have your people call our people, which means um, I guess you can message us on Twitter because that's our <laughs> people um anyway call mom yeah call mom uh but i'm not going to give you mom's phone number over the air so message me i'll give you your phone number okay all right um and they're going to take a look back at the show and it's many incredible stories the panel will be held at the uh, san diego convention center on thursday july 19th at precisely 11 45 11 45 a.m to 12 45 p.m is what it said actually Oh, so I was like, like, wait, whoa. I was like, wow, that's a long time. Yeah, and no, I I'm almost like, said 12:45 a.m., and that would have meant it was like 13 hours long. But anyway. it'd be one heck of a panel. Yeah. And you know, what, guys, just hit sit tight. We're gonna go through like half the. We're gonna watch the whole series right now, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. so. <laughs> and, and we'll provide our own little live commentary. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and, so and that'd we'll be cool. You, um, that would actually be. Kind and of we'll good. give you nothing for snacks. <laughs> and nothing for snacks. All right. Okay. Cool. That's what yeah. Cares so, do you guys think you guys want to head down to San Diego Comic Con at least one day? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just to head check out. The, Even though we're not going to be able to get in. Ah, who so, cares? That's sure, cool. There's a bunch of stuff outside. Oh yeah. So it'll be fun. Cool. All right. Yeah. And then, and then this is what you really wanted to talk about today. So yeah, go for it. Sam. Yeah. So it's a bit not necessarily old, but uh, it's not brand new either. Uh, but Star Wars Rivals is a new uh, mobile Star Wars game. Cool. Just, uh, it's still not out yet. Uh, we're not sure when it'll come. It's not, it's not out on an um, Apple at all. I, I looked. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Not even pre-registered. I I tried to yeah. buy. It, tried to download it yesterday, and it's not available. You can't. You you couldn't uh, download it. You can probably pre-register for it. Anyway, but okay, cool. anyway, uh, we're not sure when it'll come out. It'll be soon. But I'm currently beta testing it on Android. Um, but here's a little little description for it. It says, confront your rivals in the first real-time Star Wars competitive action shooter designed specifically for your mobile device. Master your skills in cover-based PvP skirmishes and climb the ranks of of the arena leagues, unlocking a cast of legendary Star Wars heroes. Experience iconic rivalries like Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, Jin vs. Krennic, and Finn versus Captain Phasma. Oh man, this is actually it sounds really cool. Yeah, build the ultimate combat team. Anticipates your opponent's your opponent's strategy and leverage your surroundings to gain the upper hand. Take aim, fire, and obliterate the competition. Well, that sounds actually really cool. Well, I don't uh, I don't have that one on here anymore, oh. Sam. So he's trying to direct. You know, I'm the producer. You're one of the hosts. Yes, Let me produce. But I can help. Yeah, but I don't have that 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 sound effect any longer in my, in my board. So thanks, guys. All right, that was a good podcast right there. No, I'm kidding. I'm just picking on you guys. So I got a bad feeling about this. All right, that's okay. No, we're good. We're good. Yeah, Thank you. So Holly. it's a really fun game so far. It's not like a first person shooter. It's much more strategic than that. Um, and I like it because I, I mentioned this on the video. I said this a lot, but it mixes strategy and skill, which yeah. is what I like. Because a lot of the older games were pure strategy or the combat was pretty lacking. You know, like okay. Galaxy of Heroes. I just, I never got into it because it was kind of boring. I got, I got into one Star Wars game. Okay. Force Arena. I got was that fun? It. It, was, I, it was I haven't finished. played any of the Star Wars Starfleet oh. games. Yeah, I played okay. that one for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that was a little bit more, that was all strategy, basically. It was all strategy. Was but it? this one, this one's fun. Um... And, and it's called Star Wars Rivals, so rivalries have a lot to do with this. So um, that's why it's got the Jin versus Krennic. Yeah, and or... what that does is if your opponent 
um, say I'm I'm playing with a Luke Skywalker hero right now because you can switch off heroes in each team. You have three heroes and you can switch them out however much you want. Uh, but say I've got Luke Skywalker equipped and the enemy, you know, my opponent has Darth Vader. Right. What that does is it gives um, each of us a damage bonus against the opponent. So when there's a rivalry, things bump up and, um, you know, damage is increased and stuff like that. So it has a lot to do with the gameplay. That's why it's a Star Wars rival. So it has a lot to do with it right now. Um, but it's fun so far. It's... Uh, Pretty strategic. Uh, I'm currently trying to make a guild right now, but there's problems with it. Yeah, so what's your character name? So if anybody plays against you, they know. Yeah, Samuel the Hutt. Awesome, awesome. And you're trying to get a guild. What's the name of the guild? The Tatooine Sons. Woohoo! So if you're a fa- if you're going to be playing this game when it comes out, look for the guild. Yeah. Tatooine Sons, you can join us, and Samuel the Hutt will be in there, and I think I'll probably get this game. It sounds cool. I want to see Kenobi versus Maul. I don't I want Kenobi. to see Kenobi versus Maul. I don't know if there is Kenobi or Maul. Ah, they gotta add that. If it's about rivalry, there is no greater rivalry for those of us that are part of the animated Star Wars fandom than Kenobi Maul. That's true. They have to do that. So what about Anakin and Darth Vader? That'd be weird. I don't think that'll work. He's rivalry. There's not. I don't think there is Anakin actually. What? Maybe they may add that later. I mean, like they do that in games all the time. They add updates and stuff. So. Yeah, but so far I've only seen original trilogy and sequel trilogy characters. Well, what do you think about the game so far that you've played it? I mean, what do you enjoy playing it? Yeah, oh yeah, it's I I I do. Um, the matches aren't super long, so and that's you know understandable for a mobile game. You kind of just want to flick it on, play something while you're waiting for something. You don't want it to go for too long. Um, the upgrade system. I've complained about this with other Star Wars games. A lot of times they're like super complicated. Okay. It's literally you rank it up or you level them up. Okay. So it's really simple. There's not all this crazy stuff. It's just like a lot of buy-in stuff where you have to pay for extras? or No, you don't have to. Um, it's definitely an option. There's always going to be an app purchases. That's how they make money. You sure. Can, and so, yes, it could be, in theory, pay to win. But I don't, you know, I don't have a problem with that. It's fine. Um, I think when you get a pre-order bonus, I think you get extra in-game currency because I started off with... I mean, it was like 50,000. I'm not sure if that's how much you start off with, but I was like enough. As a beta than... tester, maybe they gave you a different Yeah, that, I mean, that's often uh, the case, but I don't know if that's, that's normal. I, so. I've pre-registered, and so okay. I don't know how to beta test. I, I can get it going for you. Uh, I don't think as on iOS you can beta test quite yet, but yeah. I know for Google Play, if you Google, um, like search uh, Star Wars Rivals beta test, it'll, you basically just click... I want a beta test, and it'll be like okay, and you oh, go that's to the, cool. then you go to the Play Store and download it like you normally would. Awesome. So um, it's pretty easy to maybe beta I'll test search it. that on iOS and see if it pulls. Up. Yeah, you you very well well could, but it's uh, um, pretty fun. What do you what do you think about this BB Nate? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited. If I'll join the Tatooine Sons Guild, I hope my name is BB Nate and it's not taken. Um, I don't think. Let's see if you get joined up there. So yeah, that's why I'm wanting the beta test. So I can and I will definitely be the Bowtie Jedi guy. I don't think that'll be taken. That will be safe. I'm and, just trying to there's, see. There's there's problems with the guild right now. It's like giving me grief, so I had to contact her. Talking to him. yeah. So because um, I'm hoping I can get this name pretty soon because it's a cool guild name. Yeah, and it I is. hope no one else takes it. But, cool. Yeah. Awesome. We'll all right. That's, that's basically all I got. Great. So thank you, Sam. Turn it over. That was awesome. All right. So another week, another rumor of impending doom for Star Wars. Bum, bum, bum. I felt a great disturbance in the Force. It's a new. It's a new sound effect, and I so like it because it's Ben Kenobi, so I'm gonna keep using it. Um, with the less than stellar box office performance of Solo: A Star Wars Story and the small 
but extremely <laughs> vocal group of fans, and I put those fans in quotations because I don't know if I can call them that, still screaming about The Last Jedi. A story broke this week claiming to have credible information. Oh, I've heard that before. About a secret meeting at Disney where Kathleen Kennedy's proverbial head was on the chopping block. Is there any truth to this rumor? Let's see if we can sort this out. Rebellions are built on hope. If you live long enough, you see the same eyes in different people. I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right, so the Star Wars rumor mill found another idea to blow out of proportion. Rumor mill? Yeah, rumor mill. Yeah, you don't know what a rumor mill is? Rumor mill is like where it's just like rumors just keep getting churned out. A mill is like a factory. Right. And the rumor mill would be a factory of rumors. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, thank you. Gotcha. All right, uh, so I'll start again. Can I, can I get back into my script? Is that okay? Okay, thanks. The Star Wars rumor mill found another idea to blow out of proportion this week as speculation swirled around the possibility of Kevin Feige, president of Marvel Studios, replacing Kathleen Kennedy as president of Lucasfilm. The story broke as Grace Randolph of Beyond the Trailer, it's a YouTube channel, uh, shared info she claims to have received from, and her quote is, a source deep within Pinewood Studios. Pinewood Studios being where they film all the movies. In her YouTube video, Randolph said, and I'm just going to read it, I'm not going to try to imitate Grace Randolph because I don't know what she sounds like. The female version of Mike Zero? I don't know. No, no, no. She's pretty legitimate. Okay. Let's just be honest. I mean, Grace Randolph and Beyond the Trailers, you don't have to agree. I don't agree with everything that they do, but for the most part, she seems like in the past that she's been. She's not. She doesn't have the reputation of Mike Zero. That's that's a good start. So, anyway, here's what she said There was a call, a secret conference call with all the top Star Wars brass in attendance. The kind of call where apparently security guards stand outside the different conference room doors and make sure that no one eavesdrops. But here's Here's the kicker. Top brass at not only Star Wars, but also Marvel and Pixar were also in on the call, but listening only, likely at the request of Bob Iger. Bob Iger, this is my own little insert, president of Disney, okay, who wants their advice on how to fix this bad word show. Poop show. She said poop show. Yeah. But not poop. Okay. (laughs) And yes, he does know it's a poop show. show. Yeah. (laughs) Evidence? Question mark. The word that he wants Kathleen Kennedy out. He actually does, but nobody will take her job. Several have been approached but turned down, uh, including J.J. Abrams, who turned it down flat and didn't even hesitate. Because well, nobody wants uh, to be She doesn't of... explain how he, the, the word that he wants to take Kathleen Kennedy out. She doesn't explain that. The evidence, the word he wants to catch. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me either. So. I don't see any bearing for that. It could just use speculation there. I don't know. I mean, I don't find it super credible. I, I, I obviously there it was a bit of a problem with the whole um, 
a solo and a performing, and I'm sure Bob Iger isn't very happy. The reality is this. The four Star Wars films that have come out after Kathleen Kennedy took over Lucasfilm and they re- relaunched Star Wars again, the four Star Wars films have brought in over $4 billion. That's Nobody true. is losing any sleep over the, the future of Star Wars at Disney. They so are the, break, they are, they, If they are sleeping, it's because their pillows are stuffed with dollar bills. And they're sleeping really well. They made a mistake on marketing and timing for Solo. But nobody gets fired over one mistake. Especially when you have the reputation of Kathleen Kennedy. And the success of Kathleen Kennedy with this. Including Star Wars Rebels. Everything that's going on at the Disney parks. All of the Lucasfilm stuff that's been going on. Star Wars is is stronger today than it has ever been. They're not firing her. What do you think about it, BB Nate? I agree. Um... Of course, you can't fire Kathleen Kennedy. She literally is the glue holding together Star Wars. Didn't, right now. didn't she have like a personal relationship with George Lucas or something? George Lucas picked her. Yeah. He picked her. Yeah. To be the head of Lucasfilm. Like, seriously. As part of the deal and, to sell it to Disney. And also. Also, he did pick Anakin to talk about Sans, so. Well, we won't talk and about also, Maybe his judgment's a little cloudy. People Sometimes. are saying that uh, Star Wars is too much of men she is they're like they need to have more women in it she is the main director of lucasfilm or the and it it would be it wouldn't be really that smart of an idea so let's fire kathleen kennedy and replace her because star wars has a problem with diversity Star Wars has a problem with too many men uh white men involved so let's replace her with a white man right um that's that makes a bunch of comic book movies with exactly. Marvel. So, yeah. Well, here's the deal. Let's talk about Kevin Feige. Well, first of all, the reason that that all came about with the idea of Kevin Feige being the one, I don't know how to pronounce his name, if I'm pronouncing Feige. it incorrectly, Feige, 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 whatever. You know who I'm talking Feige. about. Feige. 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 Oh, anyway, Feige. I don't, Feige. Feige. I don't know. I, I should probably have looked that up, but I didn't. So anyway, um, he's the head of the president of Marvel. Um, his contract expires sometime in 2018. So the whole rumor surrounded that idea. You know, Marvel has done so phenomenally well with some of the movies, but Captain America, the first Avenger, underperformed. Uh, the Incredible Hulk, underperformed. Ant Man, underperformed. Doctor Strange, underperformed. I like Doctor Strange. So, you know, we've got movies that nobody freaked out at at Marvel over movies that produced less than $100 million on opening weekend. And Solo got more than $100 million on opening weekend. So the reality is, let's replace him with somebody that's had less success than Kathleen Kennedy. Um, Just made more movies. Yeah. um, At this point. So, um, anyway, they talked about that idea and then he was asked this week about it. They asked him whether he would be making the new Star Wars movies coming up and Kevin Feige responded by saying, no, only in my backyard with action figures. (laughs) So like something I would do. So, no, he's not going anywhere. Uh, Or she's not going anywhere. I don't... uh, I think that it's a bunch of craziness. I don't know who this Grace Randolph is, really. I mean, I've seen a couple of her videos in the past. um, But I think that... It's. It reminds me of grasping at straws, sort of like I think Collider did a week ago when somebody said that they're licking their wounds and there's there's talks yeah. about how to make sure that these movies focus 
uh, or the Star Wars stories like Kenobi and Boba Fett. Um, they're, they're, they're not really focused on those as much right now as they are getting episode nine right. And then they took it to mean they put on hold all these movies. And that's not what it was because a source close w- with, with knowledge of the situation told them. This one is, what was the quote here? A source deep within Pinewood Studios. A source deep within Pinewood Studios. Pinewood Studios isn't even Disney. Exactly, and it doesn't have to revolve around Star Wars. It's just the place yeah. that they film. I don't know. So anyway, so I mean, and, and and talking about you know how this could just be someone got the rumor started. I mean, we were just Nathan and I were just at the comic store getting Mando Double or Nothing. I got I picked up the Tag and Bank comic series, great series. Anyway, um, and the uh, we I, uh, we were with the talking with the lady behind the counter, and she saw us shirts and was like, "Oh, are you Star Wars fans?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, oh yeah." And she's like, "So what about the whole?" Um, uh, like Kenobi movie and Boba Fett movie getting canceled. I'm like, well, first off, they were never announced, and and third, that was so they're not canceling a movie that they've never. And, and I'm like, and third, they were that was they were never canceled. So we're basically back to square one. So that was all fake. And then she's like, oh, and, and what about Kathleen Kennedy getting fired? I'm like, that's also just she, yeah, she hasn't gotten she's fired. Still, she's still got the job. She's not been fired. That's all just a huge rumor too. Uh, who so, was it? I mean, was it might have been Jason Ward? Somebody uh, that we follow on Twitter. From one of the more uh, the larger sites, Star Wars sites and stuff like that, podcasts and websites and things, um, said last week that they would love to get to Celebration in Chicago next year and Kathleen Kennedy to get up at one of the panels, the, the big panels, and be like, um, I want to apologize to all the fans that we have um, canceled the idea of the Kenobi movie <laughs> and then you hear this voice from coming from off stage on microphone saying oh I don't think so <laughs> and it's it's and then it's you and Gregor and they come out and announce it and that would be cool that would be a fun that would be really do. fun yeah so um but it just goes to show how much these rumors can get um blown out of proportion and and, and spread way too fast so. yeah that's cool what do you think about the idea do you think if she's going anywhere BB Nate no no god no <laughs> just no. no. Just no. Just no. She, she, she's fine. Wouldn't right. make sense. Just no. Okay. Well, I forgot to load the anything else, so we're just going to skip and go right into anything else. Anything else? All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about today? John Kasdan is writing, it has agreed to write the script for the fifth Indiana Jones movie. So explain who John Kasdan is. Uh, the writer. One of the co-writers. One of the co-writers of Empire Strikes Back. No, 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 no. This is his son. That was Lawrence Kasdan. Oh, that, that was Lawrence Kasdan. John Kasdan is his son. He co-wrote Solo. Yeah. Co-wrote Solo with his dad. And so, which is another reason why I think that, wouldn't it be um, ironic if they pulled and found some way to tie Indiana Jones and Star Wars together like uh, they did in the, in the comics and stuff like that? And I don't know. I don't There's know. all those artifacts That's true. from the Indiana Jones they do movies throw them in, there a lot. in Solo. He wrote Solo, yeah. and now he's writing Indiana Jones. I don't know. Is that part in the Doctor Afro, which is like a complete copy? And I know. I feel it's all the over. Indiana Jones ride, Camp Obi Wan. Uh huh. It's all over the place. It is. There's connections there. It's, it's his funny. dreams and carbonite. I know. That's what I think so too. So, all right, Beep, Sam. Anything you want to talk about? Uh, Natalie Portman, the um, actress Padme. Padme um, was with her her kids at Disneyland, and she took a selfie with a first order stormtrooper. Oh, that's cool. So, I think I saw something that like. She wouldn't let her kids watch the prequels or something. Oh, no. 
Yeah, I wouldn't want my kids to watch prequels until they roll especially enough, when, especially so, with cheese in no, them. I love the I I appreciate the prequels more and more every time. Well, I watch but them. we get to that whole like I love you truly deeply. We're like, all right, fast forward. Yeah, the sand <laughs> comments. Okay, so all right, so then for me, Han for Solo's DL forty four from the Return of the Jedi movie, the one the actual prop that they used for it, was auctioned last week for five hundred. to own the DL-44 from Return of the Jedi. And I I frankly think that was underpriced, personally. What about, like, Mm -hmm. I want to know how much Luke's got saved from from episode 4. It got got sold. And I don't don't remember, but I remember that Ripley's Believe It or Not in one of their uh, buildings has it. Huh, interesting. I I don't know which one it is. Expensive. (laughs) That's cool. All right, so let's talk finally about next week's podcast poll of the week. This one coming up. This is talk about the Kathleen Kennedy thing. Will Kathleen Kennedy be fired from Lucasfilm? We've got four choices. Yes, probably not. Not a chance. Or she should be. We're going to let all you haters out there have a chance to vote in our poll. All right. <laughs> so will Kathleen? It's going to get a lot. We, we, yeah. we don't. We don't discriminate. No, we'll give you your your option. Will Kathleen Kennedy be fired from Lucasfilm? Yes, probably not. Not a chance. Or she should be. So will she be? No. 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 Well, I mean, eventually, but not anytime soon. No, I don't soon. think she'll ever be fired. I think she'll end up resi- retiring when she wants to retire, and I think it's going to be a or long that's right. I mean, time. sometimes she's going she's to leave. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. If you um, have not given us a rating or review, we truly appreciate it. We are at 27 ratings and reviews on iTunes. Our goal before the end of the calendar year, so that's December 31st, 2018, our goal in the next six months... Because tomorrow is July 1st, so that gives us exactly six months, mm-hmm. is to get to 50. So we've got 27 in the first six months, okay. and I want to get another at least 23 Ouch. in the next six months. We can do that. Yeah. If you're listening and you regularly listen to this podcast and you've made it all the way to the end, hour and 10 minutes into it, and um, you could, we would greatly appreciate for when you finish this podcast since it's already opened up in your app go ahead and just give us a five-star review give us a quick little one paragraph rating um it would mean a great deal to us let's see if we can get to 30 by next episode that would mean three of you need to do this so we'd appreciate that so also share it comment all that kind of stuff the boys are making fun of me because i talk with my hands and so now they're talking (laughs) with their hands Um, that's basically it um anything else you guys want to talk about or anything you want to say May the force be with you. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Always. This party's over. I like that Wookiee. Don't get technical with me. Join, please. Yep, yep. What a matchup. And what a team, Mike. Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the U.S. Oh, impressive. Play with the best. Switch to Metro PCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talking text. Not valid for active numbers currently on a T-Mobile network or active on Metro PCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions.